Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Claim Your Career Crown podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by a wonderful, wonderful guest, Chala Dinkoy. And I want to tell you that the show is going to be amazing because we're going to be talking about how to refine your niche and the right sales pitch for your your company and that specific niche. And we couldn't have a more amazing, impressive, experienced, brilliant guest in Chala Dinkoy. And she is the CEO and founder of The Repositioning Expert, a division of Coach Tactics. And I'm going to look through my notes here a little bit. So just for some background, Chala is a marketing strategist who helps professional service companies change their messaging to attract uh, more decision makers. And that's incredible. Uh, I've had the opportunity to be talking uh, with Chala and working with her, and she is just incredible. In her former life, she was an award-winning marketer at companies such as Pepsi, Pizza Hut, Frito-Lay, Playtex, and Bic Inc. for 20 years. Okay. And now she's a marketing consultant and the author of Gentle Marketing, A Gentle Way to Attract Loads of Clients and How to Win Friends the Way Apple Wins Customers. So in addition, Chala is a regularly featured expert on major television networks such as ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox, as well as a popular speaker at international conferences. Oh my goodness. I mean, when do you have time to sleep? Welcome. Welcome, Chala. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you, Lynn. My God, did I do as good a job introducing you on my show? (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, I am thrilled that we're going to be talking about this because I've already learned so much from working with you. And uh, I just want our audience to really be able to just absorb that brilliance. And before we get started, for everyone who's joining us for the first time, um, make sure you don't miss a single episode and subscribe to Claim Your Career Crown wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, please, please, please share the love and click all five stars for your review. We would truly appreciate it. Okay, Chala, let's get right into this because I would love for our audience to hear about your journey and how you became a marketing strategist and started the repositioning expert. Well, I had a fight with a woman (laughs) at work (laughs) for two years and my boss just ignored it because he didn't know what to do about it. And I would kiss her on the mouth if I saw her today because, you know, I left 18 years of a corporate life because of that woman. I mean, not because of that woman, but she was the catalyst for sure. But um, yeah, I, for 18 years, I worked for these companies, Pepsi, Pizza Hut, Frito-Lay, Diageo, which is, you know, the makers of Smirnoff, um, Silent Sam, Tanqueray, all those fine drinks. And all these years, I just kept saying no to suppliers who were trying to sell to me. Have you tried to sell to corporations, Lynn? Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's been most of my experiences selling uh, big, big ticket programs to major corporations. Exactly. So it's not easy, is it? No, it's a long sales cycle. Uh, it And it depends on the product or service that you have, um, how you get introduced to the client. Um, and to your point, I mean, really, when you understand um, your client, ideal client avatar, and you've really honed that pitch, so you're speaking directly to them, that can cut out a great deal of the time just to get your foot in the door. Oh, for sure. So 
I just kept saying no to everybody who was pitching. <laughs> I'm like this rude, mean person. Um, I always joke that I'm Canadian, you know, we're supposed to be so nice, but it's because they're, they just didn't, they didn't stand out. None of what they were saying or doing was different than what we already had. Um, so their pitches were pretty awful and, um, they just couldn't get into a meeting most of the time with myself or my colleagues. Um, so I then left corporate to nine years ago and started a business where I, now I teach people like us how to sell to corporations. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's really amazing what you do. And I've actually had the, the pleasure and the honor of being on your show and also for you to help me polish my pitch. Right. Um, so when we're working on that, why is it um, finding your niche essential to effective marketing and sales? Because every business owner that I meet has lost money on marketing. They just <laughs> putting money into marketing and they're like, it's not working. They put, keep putting money into new sales funnels every day. Somebody calls you to help you get more leads and it's not working because you don't know how could they know, but when you don't know who you should be targeting and the way people pick who they should be targeting is usually by guesswork or they get at the wall and try a different target every year. But it's not about just the target. It's all about also how you position yourself and what you say to that target. So all of that is called a strategy. And when you are guessing at your strategy, which is when I left corporate where we had to pay like thousands of dollars every month to figure it out through research. And then I met people like us who were throwing spaghetti at the wall to just guess at it or they were hiring web designers or SEO experts or you know, sales reps, and they still were not getting any results. It's because they had not hired a strategist. They didn't even know what to hire. I actually spoke to someone, you know, on a sales call and he was like, Chala, I needed you two years ago, but I didn't even know enough to know what I needed. So I didn't know, <laughs> didn't know there was such a person who did the strategy. So that's why you need it is because you're, you're wasting money and time if you're not getting results because you're off the mark. Yeah, absolutely. So how does a company go about discovering, you know, what their perfect niche is? So the first step is first you take a, a guess at, you look at all the different industries and interest groups that you can, um, you're close to, or that you can get into, or that can pay you how much you're worth and how much you want to be paid. And then you look at, okay, what a, pain points do they have that are really expensive that you can solve? And then you go out and you list all this, you make a, you know, I have a, I've developed some sort of checklist where we score it. And then after we score it, we then go and we ask them, we literally go and ask them in actual human conversations about what is the most expensive pain point for which industry. And then we figure out from there, we make a conclusion as to where the market needs us the most. So that's called the market gap analysis is that you're trying to address an actual hole in the market. Just like I always give the example of, of Swiffer. I mean, there was no Swiffer when I was a kid. I don't know about you, Lynn. <laughs> yeah, no. and, and they did market research and they found there was, a, you know, a gap in the market for disposable, inexpensive and practical sanitary products to clean your house. And that's where the Swiffer just took off and every other competitor copied them. So that's what I want you to be the Swiffer in your industries to figure out what is the pain in the market 
And then how do you position and own that whole so that you can make a lot of money? Yeah. Well, and that is brilliant. And to your point, yeah, I mean, who does, I mean, I have a Swiffer. I have a bunch of different Swiffer products and they are, they're so great and they're so handy, way better than the old, you know, dusting by, you know, spraying with the end dust and, you know, I don't know what. So, um, so now that you've got your niche um, and let's, okay, let's say we're there and we've got our niche. How do you make the right sales pitch for the people in that niche? So you start by talking about them, Lynn. I almost yeah. gave birth. I was like nine months pregnant and I attended. And I always tell this at the beginning of my presentations, how I almost gave birth during a vendor's pitch. And they had me over to their facilities and it was a corrugate manufacturer. It was one of the biggest in Canada. And they had these uh, amazing facial recognition uh, displays. And I, at the time I was working for a pen manufacturer called Vic. Yeah. Vic. So they were going to sell us these back to school displays where it would recognize if it was a man, woman or child, and it would uh, have a, um, a message accordingly. So I, this was this is like 15 years ago was really cutting edge. Right. Yeah, and I yeah. I can bring this affordably to my company and to the market. Like I'm going to win another award. I had already won an award. So. I was very excited and I went there and literally they had the entire management in this meeting. I mean, Vic's a pretty good name in uh, in the world. We have 90 plus percent penetration in every market. So not once during the three hours did they talk, did they even say my brand names? Like they didn't even mention the brand name. Not once did they mention had done any work on what my pain was because uh, we had been struggling with perception, quality perception. And, you know, we had 90 plus uh, share of uh, penetration of distribution, but we had 14% share. There was a huge disconnect. So they didn't, they hadn't done any work on trying to address that. That was the gap that I was trying to address through my entire career at BIC. And they didn't, they never once. So from now on, whenever I, you know, train my clients in presenting and pitching, it's not about you. You have you have what I call self-amnesia. You forget about yourself and what you start with is their pain. And it and so like I've become an expert in the 30 second one liners. As you know, I have a whole podcast called Polish My Pitch. So it's all about you start with a statistic about their pain. That's really scary. And then that makes them feel like, well, I'm not the only loser or, you know, I'm not alone in this or them think. Well, she must know something about this pain because she's quoting a statistic about it. So that's the best way to get their radar going. Yeah, no, and I absolutely agree. I, uh, focusing on the client why uh, throughout your sales uh, journey and the customer experience is so vitally important. It, that's what's going to shorten that sales cycle and really build that credibility, uh, the like known trust, you know, your, 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 the entire relationship. And and I've seen the same thing where people spend so much time talking about them um, without ever addressing what's going on with the client and how this impacts them, what's going on in their world and how it could be better. You know, <laughs> so it's just like, it's like, okay, whoa. <laughs> so with that said, I mean, how can we correct course um, and find out that our niche isn't working? Well, you already know if it's not working, if it's taking you too long to make a sale. And it, it, you already you already also know if the marketing and selling 
uh, efforts and staff, there's low ROI. So right. people usually engage me when they either a client is going away and they're really worried about their, you know, their sales or right. you've just spent and spent and spent and spent and they're still not seeing any real return. That's when they know there it's time to change something. And there's a saying, um, you hire the consultant that's in front of you, which is why visibility is so important. And I'm highly visible. So when I'm in front of them and I'm telling them there is a better way, then they start to listen and then they find out. So like, it's not intuitive, Lynn. Nobody ever understands that, oh my God, it's my targeting and messaging. It's my strategy. Oh my God, that's what's missing. Some people do, but it's few and far between. They're usually like running with their hair on fire, you know? <laughs> so that, that's what, and, and I often liken it to uh, when people come to me and you and I talked about this too, they're licking ice cream that's dripping on one hand so that it doesn't melt and they don't waste it. That's like the existing work or incoming work that they're worried about dropping. And then on the other hand, they're not able to even assemble the, the ingredients to bake a, a bread to keep them uh, fill, you know, longer to keep them satisfied longer because they're so busy licking the ice cream. (laughs) Well, and uh, we've got lots of food analogies in here. And I I definitely like the one with the the spaghetti because I talk about that all, you know, do you want to just throw it against the wall or do you want to serve someone a really beautiful plate of spaghetti? Exactly how they visualize would be an incredible meal. Um, and to your point, they're going to dive right in versus, you know, nobody wants to, you know, be scraping spaghetti off the wall to eat. <laughs> so um, what final thoughts, tips or advice about niching and pitching do you have for our listeners? Make it about them and do your research, of course, and focus like, yes, I know you can serve more than one market, but one at a time, just go one at a time. Your only resources, depending on, you know, how big you are, but, you know, one at a time, if you have multiple sales reps and multiple uh, budgets, then you make multiple sales funnels and multiple um, targets. So then you could do that too, but one at a time. That's my final recommendation. And I think that's one of the toughest things uh, for some companies when you your product or service does apply to lots of different areas is really having that discipline and that focus to, to stay one at a time um, mm-hmm. and just see it through and get it really fully developed and rocking um, yeah. until you then move to uh, to B, you know, from A to B. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying like, don't, I'm not saying close the doors on business that's coming in already. Oh, absolutely. Right. But I'm saying like, just, uh, I have a saying that the more you shrink your focus, the more your business grows. So shrink yeah. to grow. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and to your point, yeah, you never are going to say when someone's coming to you you're and, and you already have those customers, of course, you're going to continue to to nurture and service them. Uh, sure. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, this has been such a great conversation, Chala. I thank you so much. And I know that there's going to be so many uh, businesses, entrepreneurs, sales professionals um, who are going to gain a lot from this on how to determine their niche and the right pitch uh, for them. And they're going to want to know more about you and where they can find out more about you. Well, I'd love to give you guys a gift uh, while I do that. So if you go to repositioner.com slash gift, 
you'll have an opportunity to download my book for free. It's called Gentle Marketing, How to Stop Chasing Clients and Get Them to Fall in Love with You. So, uh, And then you also get a chance to uh, book a chat with me if you're interested in hiring a strategist like me. Absolutely. That would be amazing. Everyone, please, we're going to add that link down below so that you can take advantage of this offer that Chala has so generously provided. And, um, you know, I have to say, you know, you can't go wrong. Um, Chala is brilliant and she's really going to put you on the right track. Um, Chala, thank you so much. This has been such an informative discussion. And for our audience, if you have ideas that you'd like to share, please, you can leave us a comment down below in the comment section. We do love hearing your thoughts. If you have a question and would like to suggest a topic for discussion, uh, you can email us at join the conversation at petitequeen.com. That always helps if you can say your company name right. <laughs> and of course, to stay current on all our insightful advice, our breakthrough advantages, you can sign up for our weekly wisdoms newsletter at petitequeen.com. And you'll hear about these incredible podcasts that we have, such as with Chala today. Chala, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lynn. You're so sweet.